You're listening to Damage at the Dish, the podcast about data-driven hitting and data-driven baseball in general, with Nate Pearson and Ryan Johansson. Damage the Dish is brought to you by Great Lakes Bat Company, the quality maker of custom wooden bats and the industry's leader in personalized bat fitting. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Damage the Dish, Season 2, Episode 10. Happy Friday, another week down. Ryan, how we doing? Doing good, man. Um, yeah, wow, Episode 10 already. We're cruising through Season 2. Yeah, man, it's like, um, you know, when you binge watch a Netflix show, you don't have to wait for episodes. We're, we're rolling. We got you guys. <laughs> binge podcast recording. So exactly. On the Boom. So, uh, We'll have to see how season two wraps up. We don't even know what the finale is going to be yet. Um, we have to look on to season three ahead already. That's right. Um, so I saw a cool tweet the other day from Eric Crossy. I thought it was genius. Uh, it actually uh, um, basically uh, morphed the project that um, morphed the project that we're working on right now. That we'll talk about at the very end of this podcast too. It's going to be awesome. We're going to release it on social media tonight. Um, like probably late tonight as we kind of wrap up some finishing touches. Uh, I was hoping to get it out by like you know, noon today, but there's uh, you know, as as it gets better, there's more more little little keys to cross and eyes to dot and bow ties to, to put up. So um, really pumped about that. But anyways, uh, Eric Carthy talks about hey, if you're looking to do something with your kids during the down time, teach them how to cook and then tell them to like eat. And basically. Um, you know, these kids are, are skinny and, you know, they're sitting around, they're not doing anything, but the caloric intake that they can learn how to do and, you know, then it eliminates the excuse of I don't know how or I don't know what's in the house and, and things like that. So it inspired me. So today's Brayden and I just turned nine in March. Um, probably a little bit late, but uh, I'm, if I'm admitting it, I wish I would have thought about this sooner. So thanks, Eric, for putting it on my plate. No pun intended. Um, but uh, I kind of how to make eggs this morning. And I think I don't know how to make eggs. And I was like, Okay, and that's why I said I'm going to teach you how to make eggs, so she's going to make her own eggs. It's going to be fun. And he's like, okay. So it turns out, fun fact, that he did know how to make eggs because he'd watched you know, Delaney make eggs so many times. So he was going to do it step by step. He knew how to turn the burner on, knew what pan to use. He knew he... And there's one step that he did that uh, it made a light bulb go off for me. So I washed this, like, this dish almost every day or, you know, very close to every day. Um, I'm kind of OCD, and, like, I kind of crush dishes and crush laundry. It's kind of weird, I know, but... Uh, um, it's kind of like my thing at our, at our house and home. And so there's this dish that's always dirty. I was like, what do we put in this dish? I literally wash this dish every day. I never get anything out of it. Like, I never see anybody eat anything out of it. Like, why is this dish always dirty? And so Brayden goes to our drawer of the bowl is, and I'm like, Brayden, what are you doing? Like, we're making eggs. Like, why do you need a bowl? He's like, oh, this is my mom does. I was like, what? He's like, why, why would you, what do you mean so my mom does? He's like, yeah, she puts it in the bowl and she whips it up. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Now my wife and I, of course, in a massive fight and kidding, it's a total joke or not. Um, but uh, about how I have had to wash this dish for years and had no no idea like what it was for and why we were using it. And I was like, Brandon, we're not doing that. We're dumping the eggs immediately in the pot and then we're just scrambling them. And it's gonna be way easier and we're not gonna have to do use an extra dish. And uh anyways, that was kinda of funny because I literally had no idea why I was why I was I always cleaning this dish. And anytime I was thinking about it, like once I cleaned it and took it away, like it was out of my mind and I was pretty bad. Um, never really came up, but then I was like, light bulb. So hopefully we can have a conversation about that and I can have one dish uh, left to clean uh, during during my morning 
dish dish duty, so to speak. There we go. <laughs> my, my mom always um, says, if you can read, you can cook. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great point. You just follow the instructions. If you can YouTube, you can cook. I bet you there's all kinds of crazy YouTube recipes out there. You can just set your phone up and just follow. I YouTube everything um, when I have a question. I'm 100% guilty of that. Is, is YouTube the new Google? I, I, yeah, I crush YouTube. If I need to, like, if I have trouble with anything, someone's made a video about it. I remember I couldn't figure out, like, we got, like, that, that, um, that stool, one of the, like, one of the dads gave us that stool while we had by the pitching machine, and I, like, okay. couldn't figure it out, you know, and I'm kind of, like, a poor man's handyman, but I can kind you know, I can fix some stuff, you know, I, I know more than the average Joe, but I'm not, like, you know, Tim the Toolman Taylor or anything, but, like, I remember I couldn't figure out one step. It was like I was, I was getting so frustrated, and I YouTube the brand, and some guy had a video of how to build that exact chair, and then boom, <laughs> and it I, and it was perfect. It worked out great. But I remember being like, I wonder if someone's got a YouTube channel about fixing chairs, and there it was, and then you know the chair was built. It was phenomenal. You know, we talk about like efficiency and like you know, on uh, developing hitters, right, or just like game planning. Um, or whatever it is, um, and I think companies are going to realize it's way more efficient to like print out one sheet of paper and it's cost effective that says like go to this link and watch the instructions on how to do this and pick your language or do whatever than it does to print out like a thirty-page manual on like how to build something. It'll <laughs> right. probably be like way easier, like more interactive. So it's kind of like save them money. It's going to be more efficient for you know the customer. It's more efficient to do it one time and have to print out 30 and it's cost effective. Um, so I would imagine like you're going to see more and more of that. More of the stuff that I get, that I build, um, is under the, is, is, are things like that. And a lot of things that, that Braden's even getting, he's building, are, are moving towards that too. So kind of cool to see kind of the change. No, it's dope. Um, it's not like the Ikea furniture, you know, you've got a 50-page manual and like it's, you're you, trying to they, figure you, out like, where the arrow's pointing. Like, you get the arrow pointing at three different holes. I don't know which ones to go in. <laughs> you have the world's worst uh, Allen wrench tool to freaking uh, build that thing. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, so the other topic I want to talk about today was I saw somebody was um, complaining about basically like parenting styles and how you, you can't fix you know, stop parenting. And I think a lot of times in coaching, like we, we want to coach the kids that match our coaching style. And if they don't fall into our coaching style, we just like nix it as, you know, it's the kid's fault or it's the environment's fault or somebody else's fault instead of it being our fault or us being accountable for being flexible to connect with that athlete. Like I'm very adamant. Like I can't connect an athlete like, that's my fault. And that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily even like a bad coach or bad at connecting with people. Like there's just going to be some tough athletes and there's going to be some people that are better at connecting with others. But the, the blame game, like it's just, it's so, it's such a bad look and blaming kids for, it's not like they were like flying around in a stork and looking down and like interviewing parents and their parenting method. And then, or like things they were going to be get, get away with or, where they were going to live or things like that. I mean, like, these kids are just born. Like, they just, like, they don't have a choice. You know, they're just born into these experiences. And just like anything else, some parents are better at other things than others. You could have, 
maybe a disobedient kid or a stubborn kid, but he loves his family and his values are different than somebody who hates his family, but like will fit into a system and just be a yes man. So obviously there's a balance of, of both spectrums and there's all kinds of spectrums that you know, I'm not even talking about, but blame the kid for something that you asked him to do that he doesn't understand yet because he didn't have that experience, especially if it's like a college coach and you recruited him, like you chose, you chose for him to be in your team. You asked him to come. And then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, you have soft parents. Like, it's your fault. I can't fix it. Sorry, it's your fault. Like, you, like we live life through our experiences. Like, these coaches just need to offer a different experience for the player. And if it takes a little bit of time to, like, have those experiences build up, like, that's our job as coaches, to lead young men and to lead um, just people in general. And it's more, it's bigger than baseball. It goes into life lessons. It goes into personal growth. Like, it goes into a lot of these things. Um, I think it's really, really frustrating to see uh, – that in 2020 when there's so much talk about how data analytics is terrible because you take away the relational aspect and you know all these all these computer coaches and computer guessers and they're hiding on the screen they don't know how to relate to players like the people who again they're blaming data analytics which have they're inanimate objects that again have no control over what they do like they were built by humans so it's you have to take ownership over how we interact with inanimate objects and how we use tools and how we use devices and how we use resources and how we use opportunities and we have to take um, complete ownership over how we interact with people. Um, I was talking with our sports psychologist with the book doc the other day who's going to help us out with that project that we'll talk about at the end and we were talking about, he's talking about intelligence and how we used to think intelligence was just basically, um, you know, if you could take a test and if you could put things on a, on a paper and it was basically just your IQ, you know, just straight up intelligent thoughts. And what psychologists have found and they're finding more and more is that there's different types of intelligence. And one of those intelligences is emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence, him, and I'm butchering this, he's going to talk about it in this project, so if you want to hear more about, uh, you know, him talk about this, um, definitely jump on these Zoom calls I'll talk about here at the, at the end of the show. Um, but emotional intelligence is basically your ability to understand people, understand your own emotions, um, get along with people. A lot of people with emotional intelligence, like high levels of emotional intelligence, are uh, are well liked. They move up the ranks faster than other people. Um, and so it's not necessarily like you know being good at math, or being good at writing, or being able to take a test. Um, that's certainly one type. But emotional intelligence, street smarts, connecting with people, having those relationships. And I think it's it's ironic um, that a lot of people who claim to have that kind of be their niche isn't really their niche. Um, and it's probably just a lack of awareness. And that's the other thing that he's going to talk about, too, and I'll, I'll kind of go off there. But I don't know. I'm on my soapbox again. I tend to do that. So I'm going to jump off and say, what you got in all that? No, yeah, it's a, good, it's a good topic, man. I mean, I think nowadays it's just it's a lot different. Um, we, we quickly go to, like, blame the parent right away or, like, the, you know, all these kids are babied or, you know, yada, yada, whatever. You know, it's an easy, it's an easy cop-out. But, I mean... You look at how like the world's changed a little bit, man. Our society's changed. I mean, even from, you know, I being out of high school for like you know ten years, and even when I was playing, like travel ball wasn't that big, and like you just you just played for your high school. Like you, if you know guys played travel ball, it kind of was like rare, or um, you know, wasn't like that like um, normal to do that. So I think like with that aspect, I mean, you have so many, you have so much going on with guys playing like all year long and then you I guess you have like the coddleness of like you have the opportunity though to like if you have a bad season you can jump ship so fast right like how many kids have we seen that like 
have been on eight travel teams in eight years. So, like, when things get bad, like you said the other day, like, we kind of tend to just, like, quit and then we go on to the next thing. So, I think, like, in the recruiting aspect of that, of being, like, all up, you know, these kids are babied or, you know, this and that, like, you kind of have to, like, look around, dude. Like, that's what's going on. I mean, it is tough to, you know, recruiting is, like, a, it's a very tough job, but I think you have to, like, look more into it. Look who, like, you know, meet go meet his family see who like his friends are and see like him like outside of baseball and like like you said like you're trying to build a young man not just an athlete so i think like doing a little bit more research on that side of like getting to know the human being not just the player um i think that just it's got to go into like the the recruiting process nowadays just because how things are um it's a lot different i mean for us like i don't think it was it was like that very much kind of was like yeah if you like if you didn't if you like didn't play you suck I mean, there wasn't, like, politicals go, like, politics go a little bit into it, but, like, I don't know, for us, if like, you didn't play, like, you just weren't, like, you weren't the top nine guy, top ten guy, so I think, like, it's just a little different now with just how, you know, organizations are and how travel is and how high school is, and, um, you know, you can go to college without even playing high school baseball nowadays, and, like, travel just takes over, and you have so many different teams, and even, like, when we played, man, I know mean, when I played, there was two teams in our town, now there's, like, ten, so, I mean, you have options to, you know, do different things, but I think, yeah, I think there's, it's got to take a little more time in the recruiting process. If that's, like, your biggest, like, flaws being, like, oh, yeah, like, I hate these baby kids or these, like, soft kids, then, like, do do more. Look more into it. That's It's kind of on you. It's not, like, like you said, like, you're product of your environment. Um, I, def, I truly believe that. I think your environment takes over. Um, but, yeah, I think you just have to do a little more work on that side if that's really, like, something that, like, totally bothers you and it's, like, you know, gets you going. Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, I know it's a hard task. I mean, recruiting in general and finding enough kids that want to come to your school and that, you know, you're competing with other schools if it's the top guy, um, you know, it's not it's not easy. I mean, you're competing with the family's financials, you're competing with the kids' grades. Like, there's all these different factors that go into it. And, like, you know, but if you're willing to compromise on that side of things, you just can't complain about it. You can't complain right. about what you're compromised. And if you're willing to compromise on talent and you're good with having, you know, when, when you have the best kids and that's who you think you can coach them up and that's what you're worried about, then that's fine. Um, your recruiting system and the recruiting system at the college level, it's, it varies across different levels. I mean, there's, there's some teams that are just trying to fill a roster. Um, and, you know, that, that's a little different too. But then again, you have to understand that and not complain about it. Um, right. So Gary Vaynerchuk does all the time. Like, if you're complaining, like, you're doing something wrong, like, there should be no complaining. It's, there's certain things you can control, certain things you can't. And if you can't control it, and you're still doing it, like, you don't have the right to complain. Right. Um, and if you can't control it, then, like, what's the point of complaining? How's it going to help? So, that's kind of what you say all the time, man. Positive vibes only. Like, I, I say, uh, I say solutions only, never problems. And, um, it's just, I, I think it's, in an era right now where relate the cyclical side of building relationships and being relational is like such a big thing over data analytics it's like you're one side or the other in reality we need both like I want the best information I want to connect with the kid in the best possible way um, you know whether it's a 22 year old pro guy or whether it's you know a 13 year old kid who's trying to figure out like if he even like loves this game or is super passionate about it he just kind of wants to play um, you know and that side of thing so um, kind of leave that leave that there. Uh, that was just something I, I found. Um, was thinking about last night. Uh, so this project that we're working on. So got some cool stuff. I'm gonna pull this up. Um, 
here on my phone. Give me one second. I just want to make sure I, I list some of the some of the best people that we're going to have. Um, so we're doing a Zoom University. Uh, as of right now, it's called Savage Donkey University on Zoom. I think we're going to change the name because I think that's more just for our facility guys to appreciate that. I think from a broader spectrum, they're going to have the Savage Donkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, anyways, what is the Savage Donkey? How would you describe the Savage Donkey, uh, just so people know? Um... I think we've been saying that for years. I think it's the first time I've ever been asked, like, what's the definition of it? Um, <laughs> I, I would I would define it, because we're talking about, like, donkeys being hitters, right? I think, like, yeah. Really, oh, he's a big donkey. So if he's a savage donkey, he's just, like, a really competitive guy who just takes daddy acts and his homers. Right. Like, really competitive, like, like a dog in the box. Like, those, those really long APs where you guys say, like, you know, right. like, I look hitterish. He's, like, he's, he's not afraid of anything. Exactly. Guy yeah, just, just guy just sweats confidence. <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of what a savage donkey, uh, savage donkey is. Um, but anyways, our uh, our goal is what we're trying to do here is create an online environment to empower players and uh, coaches, parents of all ages to kind of connect. I think what will end up being really cool is when like a thirteen year old like can't connect with a pro guy and like ask a question, like the pro guy like take time out of his day to like respond. Like the thirteen year old kid like pumped and fired up. Um, we're going to be using an outside forum outside of Zoom to communicate and share documents, to repost uh, the recorded webinars, things like that. Um, you can register on our website. It's open to anybody. It's com. It's on our homepage. It's the very first thing. I'll hit you in the face. Um, there is, uh, you got to register for it. So if you don't register, I won't get the email notification that you want to be, uh, be joined in. Then what I'll do is I'll add you to Slack. Once I add you into Slack, you'll be able to see the Zoom links for every class. We're going to do 15 classes over the next three weeks, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to around 3 to 3.30, depending on uh, what we have on the docket for that day, uh, Central Time. So we're in Chicago, so we're going to be doing that Central Time. Um, some of the speakers uh, that we have um, are going to be coming from, we've got obviously our very own Jordan Bach from Harper College um, in, our, in our facility, uh, myself, uh, we've got Nate, so... Um, you know, white Dots represented there. We've got some other White Dots represented some uh, some other places. Uh, we've got the Chicago Cubs represented. We have the MLB Blast. Uh, MLB manager for Blast is going to give a presentation on Tuesday, April 7th, about at-home Blast metrics, best practices, um, and he'll kind of give a 15-minute talk on, on what you can do with your Blast at home. So even if you have a Blast and it's the only presentation you want to listen to, make sure you guys get signed up. Um, we've got... Uh, the sports psychologist, Chicago White Sox included here. He's going to give a presentation on emotional intelligence and awareness. It's going to be really cool. Um, we've got a couple of facilities uh, represented, Legacy Performance. Um, we've got Ryan Fitzgerald, the Boston Red Sox. Uh, he's a player. Um, he's going to do some really cool hitting defense, warm-up stuff. It's, it's going to be awesome to let the players be led by, by another player. Um, one of the best managers I ever had, he was really big on just like leadership skills and styles and things like that. He's going to get a presentation on leadership styles and tactics. Thanks to Tom Barowski, he's awesome, great dude. Um, we got Kyle Harris, uh, he's got a master's in uh, product exercise science, he's going to give a uh, talk on nutrition. Uh, we've got uh, a couple other, um, couple other uh, organizations, we've got Milwaukee Brewers represented. We have uh, college coaches from UCF, University of Central Florida represented. We have uh, Philadelphia Phillies represented. We have uh, the Texas Rangers represented. Um, we've got, uh, there's some other ones in here. We've got Chicago, did I mention Chicago Cubs already? Yeah, um, Chicago no. Cubs represented. Um, we've got uh, Edward Waters College, uh, 
represented. Um, so a lot of really cool, really cool guys. We're not done yet. Um, under, another really cool presentation is going to be understanding breathing methods with Tommy Johnson from Prime Performance. He just put out a ton of three like workout stuff over seventy videos. He just crushed it. He went into quarantine mode and put out so much good content for you guys. Make sure you guys look him up, Tommy Johnson at Prime Performance. Um, and of course, uh, uh, we've got uh, Justin Nazario, uh, who is a TC strength intern under Zach Dakin. It's actually found Dakin. I found the other day. I've been calling him Dakin forever, so my my bad. Uh, um, so yeah, a lot of really cool stuff. I'm not done with this. There's a couple people that um, it looks like we think we have a couple other ones um, that are going to be represented on here as well that are, are kind of on our list. That's going to kind of wait to find out, kind of see who our last couple speakers are going to be. Um, obviously, Nate, myself, and a couple other people. If we have to, we'll fill in. Um, but uh, it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited about it. It'll be a way to, to literally engage like live. Like it won't be just a pre-recorded video. It'll be where these guys are up here talking. You know, giving you giving you a fifteen minute presentation and taking you through hitting their, their hitting drills, taking you through their throwing drills, taking you through their strength and mobility stuff. Um, you know, some of these guys, like the guy from UCF, is going to give you exactly what he's giving Division One players to do at home right now with the assumption they don't have any equipment. Um, so it's going to be really really cool. If you guys are interested in that, make sure you guys jump on. All you have to do to register is go to our website, fill up the form at the top of the homepage, um, and uh, I'll get a notification that uh, registered. I'll add you to Slack. Once you're in Slack, we'll start posting the documents and the Zooms, uh, Zoom links every day. Um, again, it's going to be Monday through Friday, starting Monday, April 6th through Friday, April 24th. We're going to take the weekends off, kind of catch up, catch up on some stuff. If you would like to only listen to one of the presentations, for example, let's say you wanted to only listen to uh, the Rate of Force Production presentation with Justin Stone, the director of Chicago Cubs, um, or director of hitting of Chicago Cubs, uh, you would have to still register just for more than just stay in Slack, and then when we do that, just click only on that link if that's the only one you want to do. But if you want to be registered for any of classes, you have to register on that. The easiest way for us to do it versus me trying to dive in my, my DMs and pick and choose um, who's gonna, what classes we're going to get. So that's from just a admin and um, housekeeping aspect. Um, and then Justin's going to take us through his movement prep that does with the Cubs, some hitting drills that you might be having some guys doing, and then after that, Ryan Fitzgerald is going to take us through some defensive work um, the other part of this that is going to be included is uh, there's going to be an optional Bible study. Every Thursday at 5 o'clock, there's going to be a Bible study. It's going to be a three-part series for the uh, one part each week. It's going to be done with A.J. Gill, the senior at Aurora University, uh, and he's going to talk about um, he's going to talk about faith during uncertainty. Uh, and you had some pretty cool ideas. If guys needed Bibles for that or something, uh, you might have, you might have a, a way for them to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, if a guy, you know, if you need one or um, you want one, um, if you do it, we'll talk about it. Shoot me a DM, and I'll uh, I'll make sure that we, uh, you know, we get one sent to you. Absolutely. And the first day, guys, is going to be pretty simple. It's going to be an introduction, how to use Zoom and Slack, our expectations if you're going to be um, kind of on the calls. Then we're going to have our at-home mobility and strength, um, also led by AJ Gill. Jordan's going to do uh, some arm carrying throwing. Um, I'm going to be. I'm going to give a short presentation, ten minutes this time, on how to be your own coach, which is basically just a way for us to, uh, you know, kind of kick off the class, like how to take this information and run with it, how to continue to grow, um, not necessarily, you know, just need to be smooth. But the biggest thing for this, we want is to do personal growth and engagement for players. We're not necessarily looking to just, you know, throw a bunch of hitting drills out there um, just for the sake of activity. So try to be as productive and efficient as possible. Then AJ will wrap it up with devotional, and then we'll have questions and wrap up, which will be a time if you do have questions, you know, that we don't cover, how to use Zoom Slack, how the force is going to run, 
uh, how to sign up, things like that, um, for each specific uh, class. Uh, we'll be able to um, answer those then. So I'm really excited about this. You know, I kind of, kind of put it together over the last three days and worked really, really hard on it. Um, and a lot of really cool people are donating and volunteering their time to make this free for you guys. Uh, so if that's something that, that you're interested in, make sure you guys, again, just go to www.johanthonbaseball.com. It's your name, your email, and your age. That's all I need. Once I grab your email, I'll add you in the Slack. You have to accept the invitation. Once you're in Slack, we'll be able to communicate if you have questions, things like that. Um, that'll be the form for everybody. And if you have a good question, please just put it on Slack and somebody else might have the same question. And we'll, uh, we'll get the, um, the questions to a minimum as possible. Uh, or at least repeating questions to a minimum. I want all the questions that we possibly have. Uh, but if we have repeating questions, we'll keep those to a minimum. Um, I'm excited about it, man. So that's kind of a long-winded answer to say get on our website and register. I'm going to be releasing the PDF today. Um, and so be on the lookout for that on Facebook, on Twitter, um, on Instagram. Um, I think all of our coaches should are going to be putting this out too. Um, I'm hoping some of you guys are every time. We'll, we'll help share it. So it'll be, uh, it'll be pretty cool. No, man, I'm super excited. It's going to be dope. I'm going to have um... – you know, a lot of a lot of big name guys in the industry are gonna you know sacrifice their time, which is awesome. Um, it's just a good way to like you know show that we're all in this together and we're gonna try to you know help you know players as much as we can. And um, I'm excited to learn from these guys too, man. Like I'm excited to get my notebook out and <laughs> take some notes and uh, you know get yeah, to see absolutely. get to see these guys and learn from them. And you know I respect each and every guy um, that's gonna you know help out and talk. And um, no, I'm super excited, man. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, definitely. And, and what's really cool is, you know, the feedback we've gotten when we started to kind of, you know, this originally was just going to be kind of a product facility. And as it kind of came together, it kind of seemed like it needed to be bigger. Um, you know, it was just because, just because of the, the reach that, you know, some of these guys could have. And, and I thought it was pretty cool um, to do that. And, uh, it, you know, the, the, the excitement from a 13-year-old kid or a 14-year-old kid who's like, yeah, we can do this for our facility, like, pumped up, like, you called, like, I'm so bored, I want to, I can't wait to do this, like, I'm so fired up. And the excitement from, like, pro guys from, like, outside of our organization, like, they're just like, dude, like, I heard you're doing this, this is awesome, like, I'm pumped, I can't wait to be on it. We're, like, sharing it with, like, their teammates and things like that, too. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, the college coaches that are excited that we're doing this, uh, you know, they're sharing it with some of their guys. So it's going to be an opportunity to engage a lot of different types of people all in kind of one one spot and the idea is that it's conversation um, and that we're kind of all, all learning from each other um, you know like you said Nate just showing each other support we're all in it together and, uh, and we're doing, doing the best we can so um, I'll get this out today and, and we'll go from there no man awesome um, we always appreciate you guys you know listening to you know us ramble about <laughs> random topics or you know us uh, going on some tantrums but you know we appreciate you guys happy Friday have a good re- weekend um. Yeah, we'll go from there, man. If you guys are looking for another podcast to listen to, because you reached the end of ours, you season two, episode ten. Go check out Rod Cruz, uh, the episode with uh, Jason from You Hit. Um, it was pretty good yesterday. I, I listened to it last night, and uh, yeah, he had some really, some really good stuff about the cognitive side and things from there. So I always love sharing good information on other guys out uh, as well. So go check that out. Rod Cruz uh, is the guy's name. Awesome, love it. All right, man. Talk to you later. Bye.